When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From cameras to code, welcome to the era of synthetic video. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Natalie Monbio, head of strategy for Hour One. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> so, what does Hour One do? Great question. Um, Hour One is an end to end video creation platform, and we power uh, this creation video creation platform with lifelike programmable presenters. And by doing that, we bring studio grade vi uh, video to all businesses. So uh, this is a very emerging field and terminologies are still being formed. Um, otherwise you might know uh, these programmable presenters as AI avatars. Uh, but the types of AI avatars that we create in particular are based on real human beings and they are photo real. And they are applied specifically for the world of business versus social media and kind of in games. And uh, the problem that we're solving or the sort of uh, the business that we're disrupting is the business of the very expensive and uh, inconvenient business of studio video capture, especially when you're trying to make a lot of content uh, at once or you need to make a lot of video content of the same person or uh, character or presenter uh, delivering that content. In fact, our one has coined the phrase from camera to code. So define synthetic video and explain how physical production studios can be replaced by data and artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. So to start with, I would say that um, we're not necessarily replacing studio grade uh, video capture. What we're doing is we're extending it and enabling uh, many more businesses to access studio grade video. Uh, and so the way that it works is that uh, normally when you create studio grade video, you need an actor or the presenter in a studio and you need the camera and then you need everything else that comes with the camera, right? So it's like crew, uh, everybody needing to be, um, you know, uh, turning up uh, synchronously, on location and just the whole hullabaloo of like creating video live. Uh, what our technology does, uh, it's, we use a, uh, um, our platform uh, leverages an emerging uh, type of machine learning called generative AI or uh, generative, generative adversarial networks. And what that enables us to do is to take some original footage and turn the person featuring in that footage into a digital character. And once they're a digital character, we can then feed it text and generate infinite amounts of video content. So let's talk about the synthetic characters. What are some of the problems that synthetic characters solve? Yeah, so first of all, it means that people whose skills might be uh, educators or uh, business owners or C-suite uh, people in a company 
Uh, they don't need to spend time sitting in front of a camera and just kind of, um, you know, narrating a script. These people's skills uh, belong elsewhere and their time is better spent uh, honing those skills uh, and, um, or, uh, you know, and, and doing their job instead of wasting time in front of the camera. So what these uh, synthetic characters do is basically free up people's time to focus on the things that they do best. So it takes the kind of repetitive nature of video production off their plate and fully automates it. Uh, and all they need to do is still create the script, create the content itself. So that's the part that humans will still are still uh, very much in charge of. And they create that script, they create the words, they create the content that then gets channeled through uh, the synthetic characters. And uh, in that process, you're basically dividing, uh, it's kind of like a, a version of hy hybrid work in the sense that the human beings are focused on generating the actual content and you're handing off the presenting of that content uh, to an AI. As you're talking about dialogue, I'm thinking about one of the interesting features um, is how the characters switch seamlessly between languages. So what's behind the scenes? What's the process, if you will, for transitioning the same video or the same voice to another language? So uh, what we do is we capture about a few minutes worth, like up to about five minutes worth of quality video capture of a real human's face. And we capture uh, them in different levels of expression. So, uh, you know, talking kind of like um, sort of very uh, quietly and then a bit more expressively and then extremely expressively. And then we're able to create kind of a character fingerprint uh, with a wide range of um, that person's actual facial expressions. And then we can leverage that range of expression when we feed in new texts um, and, and basically uh, the character can express in a way that a real human would. And so that's the problem that we're trying to solve here is that we're trying to scale what we know humans do extremely well, which is communicate uh, and you know, including nonverbal communications, facial gestures and expressions and all of that. So when it comes to uh, a seamless transition between different languages, there are a few different ways that we can generate the voice aspect. So either we can uh, we leverage text to speech, and actually, uh, so our platform um, we have a uh, a new self serve platform called Reels, which you can visit on our website. And this process is as simple as you enter text, you pick a voice, you pick a language, or you probably pick a language, then pick a voice, and uh, and then you basically dump your text into into the platform. You hit a button, and then you have the character of your choice expressing and communicating the text in the language that you've uh, selected or input. Um, and, and that's kind of how it comes together. So if you want to do language switching, what you do is you just uh, pick a different language and uh, you can change languages as much as you want between different, um, in different scenes of a video. You touched on expressions a second ago. How do you build the data set for expressions and other nonverbal communication elements? Mm -hmm. So it all comes about in the original capture. So that is basically uh, our, uh, our training data is what we're able to capture right at the beginning um, during the original video capture. So the more, the, the, the better the lighting, the better the range of expressions, 
um, that we're able to capture originally, we then are able to tap into that full range of expressions when we're generating new content. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hour One offers individuals from the general public the opportunity to become avatars. Are all of your avatars based on real humans? They are, yes. And it's something, it's, it's an aspect of our business model that is very exciting in that uh, even though we're an AI company, and this is a, the paradox that I find so interesting, uh, is that even though we're an AI company, we're kind of enabling, uh, so the thing that we're scaling and augmenting is something that is intrinsically and uniquely human, and that is the ability to truly express and communicate using your face. And we find that in a, for a few different reasons, the best way to do that is to model our characters based on real human beings and real human faces. Uh, so, uh, so yes, to answer your question, all of our characters are based on real humans. We do have another side of our business that, um, you know, that can do uh, stuff around like animation, which is pretty interesting, exciting. But the, main, the core part of our business is actually modeling off real human faces because what we want to do is scale that ability to communicate. And so it's like, well, what better source or training data could you have than real human faces? And there's an infinite number of them out there. Um, and then the other thing is we um, want to create a very positive uh, sort of AI-based business that does not displace people and people's jobs, but rather creates new opportunities for work. Uh, so it's very interesting that, you know, we've got about a um, hundred plus um, uh, characters in our database and each of them has a contra contractual arrangement with our one and uh, they get compensated when they work or when their avatar works on their behalf. So each time that their avatar gets chosen for commercial work, they get paid. And I can't say that today anyone's making a living being uh being a, being a character but if all goes well um then they will we hope that they will so when creating synthetic video what obligation do the creators have to advise viewers that people places or things featured may not be maybe they're actual people but maybe maybe they're not live people places or things yeah so we actually very thought been very thoughtful about how we want to launch this technology and launch um, our business and some of the ethical implications of what we're doing and the standards that we want to kind of help set so in all of our contractual relationships with customers it's mandated basically that uh, they disclose uh, the disclose that the video has been computer generated so somewhere within the frame you'll always see on our videos a watermark uh, the standard is altered visuals and it says altered visuals and it collapses into kind of a watermark in the corner. And uh, the idea is there's never an advantage in pretending that the video was created in the usual way. And if there ever is, then we're kind of, we're operating in the wrong verticals because what we're trying to do is create 
uh, better communications, human-led communications in places where it cannot exist because it's impossible to, it's impossible to create that much video or create that much video cost-effectively and consistently and quickly. Uh, and so consumers don't have access to that kind of content. So the idea is uh, by using technology and being transparent about it, we can offer or enable our, our, our clients to offer their users and consumers a better experience. Natalie Monbio, Head of Strategy at Hour One. Thanks for joining us, Natalie. If somebody wants to follow your work, how can they do that? Yeah, best to find me on LinkedIn, uh, or you can also uh, contact us via our website at hour1.ai. Sounds great. Thanks again. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on all the major podcast platforms under the Tanya Hall Innovation Show or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.